Hello, welcome back to Big Mood, everybody. And I'm just going to start this right off because I just have this much confidence that you're going to like this episode that I'm going to ask you to like this video right now if you're watching on YouTube. And rate us on iTunes if you're listening on audio. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, can you go ahead and download this episode so it looks like you're listening on audio as well? That is just... uh, Big favor right off the bat. just need help with the algorithm. So, like, you interacting with the video really helps. Like, it would just really help us a lot. Plus, we're going to give you some, like, really good information. And we have a guest today, one of our favorites. We got Nikki Blades in the house. Hi. What's up, Nikki? She smells like wifey material. She's amazing. Thank you. Smells, looks, sounds, Mm. feels. I would give you all my credit cards. I want to take a bath in your (laughs) essence. Ooh, that's that's first. I would bathe in your used bath. Water. I want to watch Ooh. you from outside your window, just clipping your toenails. I might like that. We, can, we I might like. She doesn't that. have toenails. She I has imagine t- looking t- through t- the t- window glitter. at like a house that's on a hill, and I'm looking through the window, and I see Nikki Blaze. She has no clothes on. Her tits are kind of hanging down, and she's clipping her toenails. And I'm like, I will be there to collect them after. I will. I want to catch them against my mouth. I just want to be on the floor. Just, Oh. Catch them in <laughs> I didn't know I wanted all these things to happen in my life, but apparently I found out I got some new kinks going on. Wow. You. Did you miss us? I did. I love you guys. I'm coming back here. on the show. The audience missed we, you. We did the yeah. set for you because we were like, we cannot have this level of person in our studio, in our trash set. Right. I was so excited. I was two hours early. Right. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was so happy when I saw so you that cute. you were here before your call time. I was like, yes, we get to hang out with her Hell. longer. Yeah. She was here before like three of us. Yeah. She was our audience <laughs> on the last episode. She opened up. She has the key. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I, to work. I knocked on the door and everybody was looking at me like, who's knocking? I'm like, <laughs> Hi, I'm I thought you were Gina. Bag. I was so I was yelling at the door because I saw Gina as I was walking in, and I was like, "Okay, she's about to come in." And then there was a knock, and I was like, "Who is it? You're not welcome here." And I'm like, "Him early and didn't text me back." And I was I like, just... "Bitch, you better have brought cleaning supplies." <laughs> and I'm like, "I only brought clothes and like, makeup. I make I clean up myself for you." Like, Gina's really sensitive today. What's her problem? Crying outside and then walking. Away, and so I'm gonna be like, I quit, and I've never even started yet. Oh, Nikki, sorry. <laughs> Let me be nice. Give me a hug. Okay. Well, these mics are in the way when we're done. Yeah, well, yeah. Welcome yeah. back. We're glad you're back. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. I feel like I've just been trying to infiltrate your your guys's activities Please. for a while. Now. You can't you can't infiltrate yes. what's. You guys willing. Just, you can't penetrate what's. what's you have been, consensual penetration. There we go. <laughs> you have given me consent. I yeah, shall yeah. come inside now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we spread yeah. it. You can just yeah. fucking yeah. mosey on in. Mosey on open. in. Just stick my foot Wide in your mouth. Your your DNA all up in here. Oh, yeah. nice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so last time you were on the show, we pretty much just talked about your life and stuff. Got to know you, but I remember you mentioning. Money. 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 And then you were pretty woke about finances and stuff. And I was like, oh, we have to bring you back on for another finance episode because people have been requesting it since we Dope. did our last one. And um, you specifically had mentioned on the episode that if you have six months of savings, yes. that it's a game changer, a life changer. Yeah. And I wanted to talk more about that as well as other just basic money management because I feel like nobody fucking tells you this shit mm-hmm. and you don't really... F- think that you need to learn it until you go through something where you're like man I wish I would have known that yeah um, so I want to help all of you out there money is probably the thing people stress out the most about um, they get anxiety over relationships it. and because yes. of it yep. number, number one, number one thing number that one. breaks yeah. up mm-hmm. relationships yeah. so instead of that happening let's prevent it or if you're already in some troubles let's 
help you get out of it. Um, so what like drove you to that strategy of keeping I know you said your your mom so my grandma, grandma. One, of, one of the first books I got was from my grandma and it was about money management oh that's a good woman nice. yeah my grandma put me I remember it was the one of the first books I remember reading do you remember what book it is I have no clue Dang. was this like I, middle school it was high in, school um definitely like elementary oh wow yeah, really Dang. really really early was it for kids no, it was. I mean, there was there was pictures in it. She was but just it like, was, "Bitch, you're gonna understand yes. money." Now. Yeah. So my grandma, so my grandma, pr- like, took pride in being financially independent. Okay, we she, love grandma. Yeah, yeah, she owned homes. I mean, she got her own set of issues. Trust me and believe. That's a whole other episode. But on, <laughs> but on finances, we really like Gigi. So, um, Gigi, Gigi that's her name because she was a diva and never wanted to be called grandma. So I, uh, I want to be her already. Same. Yeah, I don't want to call what me my grandma. grandma was and she was mm-hmm. Cece. Never Fuck wanted. You. They yeah. never want to be called grandma. Yeah. But her whole thing was being able to take care of yourself. Absolutely. She wanted to make sure, and my mom and my dad, and they wanted to make sure that we never needed anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. So she kind of had these golden rules. It was always the make sure you have savings. It was to know how to spend money. We always played like cash register and, and store oh, and bank, like a lot of dope. games like that. Can you imagine like four-year-old Nikki when she gets her lunch money? She's like, is this tax? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. I need a 1099 I need right to now. Know. You know, I, I wish I was better at math. I understand money more than actual math itself, if that makes sense. Right. Like yeah, I understand, yeah. like I understand the concept of money way more than math. So she had like you have to have a car that can run, like a car that can run, a, a good mattress that you can sleep on, and enough money to be able to put gas in your tank so you can go anywhere and you'll never need anybody. Those are mm-hmm. good ground rules. Yeah, really. And I've, I've I've pretty much lived by those. Always making sure I have enough money to put gas in my tank to go anywhere I need to go mm-hmm. and to take care of my car so that I never need anyone. Because you can live in your car, right? Yeah. So you can if live you in your car. If you have to, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. So when it came to finances, she was divorced twice but like money was I, I don't know if it was a generational thing or just how it was and for her a lot of like marrying up I think was a marrying up and marrying for money I really believe it's kind of a generational thing I feel like back in the day so many people did that mm-hmm. um, as a survival tactic not everybody well, but yeah sure. I mean women didn't yeah. really have I mean before the opportunities the and yeah every, we had, to, an had to. to get jobs and that's yeah. like fairly still recent too I was yeah. taught that when I was a kid yeah you know? like, this wasn't a long time ago at all right so for her she was like hell no that's not what you're gonna go through she's that's like dope. we're not gonna let you have that because you ain't gonna need a man she for was nothing. paving the way man my grandma was on that i used to help her with her bills she taught me how to use a computer you know Aww. that was back when we were still learning how to use them she was like mm-hmm. nope you're gonna get on here i helped her with that you're doing and quickbooks for her pretty much no no for real i literally helped her Whoa. with her quickbooks so. wow yeah. you're like doing debits and credits yeah. and just- yes so everything was always like a lesson i wasn't the most like loving yeah. house old as far as like like that was her love we didn't have balance yet yeah, yeah. oh it's all the way off it's like yeah. i know about money i yeah. got no idea to have a relationship <laughs> i don't know how to say sorry none but my checkbook yeah, uh, yeah i was like i don't need you for nothing i could take care of my own ass i know how to make good credit scores yeah. and yeah but also that comes with a lot of bullshit later in life so but she was very had to make sure I knew about properties and so great she had several cars she made her own money she had her own issues but (laughs) financially she put me up on game that's great so did you just grow up implementing it right right away right off the bat we were broke 
So for yeah. us, when we moved, I moved from Hawaii to California, mm-hmm. and we moved in with my grandma. So we we moved in. You went from an expensive state to an expensive state. Damn right. right. Yeah, but should have just know. kept going to Nevada. <laughs> yeah. So some, somehow my cousins ended up in California City, which is was supposed to be a bigger, like way bigger than what it was supposed to be. So she bought land out there, and then bought land in Newman. So that's how I ended up Never in, in California City. California City, out by Mojave, Boron. Heard of that. I picture them having like a little Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Like, oh, you, yeah. It was supposed to be like this big boom. It's like one of the biggest land masses, like oh, biggest wow. cities in California, and it's in the desert. And it never fell through. But we moved up and we grew up very much not in a good financial situation. Mm -hmm. I've always had to learn how to be obedient because when you're not the one that's paying, you have to do certain things. And the whole goal was to just not live that way. And the rule in the house was until you're paying the bills, you have to do what you're told. Yep. And so the goal is to pay your own bills. Yep. And to have nobody telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. So until that day comes... When somebody says clean, guess what you got to do? Clean. Pick up a broom. When somebody says, like, you can't stay here, you can't eat this, or you can't do that, guess what? Mm -mm. You ain't got no say. So the whole mission in life was to get to that point to where you don't have to answer to nobody. I feel like I missed that lesson because um, my my dad raised me, um, and we were very, very poor as well. But, like, he never made, like, was he was never, like, clean your room. And I was like, no. And he was like, well, I pay the bills, so I, you know, like I never got wow. that. So I, I never What's got that life. I like? never got <laughs> right? that lesson. Um, but I feel like either you do it or you get your ass beat. Right? Yeah. I never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never. I never got any of that. But Mine then wasn't quite that far. <laughs> I was there. I have. Yeah. I think I've gotten that lesson as an adult, like dating men with money that now want to be my dad. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> like, who are you? Who are to? you? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. hell no. <laughs> Now it's like I like you tell me what to do because I let you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I allow it. My mm-hmm. dad's golden rule and I swear oh one day it came full circle. It was I paid a, like until you got the money, until you man, that's what he would say, until you a man, you got to do what you're told. And one day I ended up taking over the phone bill. Nice. <laughs> so back in the day, my mom had to pay for all of our phones. And the rule was, if my dad calls, you have to pick it up. Why? Because he pays it. you don't pay mm-hmm. for the phone bill. So one day, I ended up taking over the phone bill. And when that man did not pick up his phone, <laughs> How cute. Oh I God. told him... <laughs> I pay the bill. Okay. You pick up the phone when I call you. And he laughed. And to this day, if he does, not, if I give him money, it comes with stipulations. And nobody asks me for shit now because I'm, yeah. I'm like, I take oh, full that's advantage. That's a good way to make sure they don't ask uh-huh. for shit. I'll be like, my brother needs money and I'll, I'll help. But when you ask, there's a lesson. Like, we're no, we're doing an itemized receipt. Like, what are you spending my money on? Yeah. You're lucky I don't charge you interest. What do you want to do? And then they're like, fuck, I'm going to just get my own money. I'm like, Get us from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, fuck, I don't want to ask Nicole or Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> my family calls me Nicole. Wow. Yeah. That's my in trouble name only. Kalei. If I hear that. Is I'm, that your middle name? Oh, Kalei Nani. Oh. I am mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. If somebody says that, I am hiding. <laughs> yep. Hiding. Like, yeah. terror. I same. The hairs can, on your arm go oh, up. Yeah. I'll send you a voice message in the middle of the night. Oh. Kalei. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I can why feel, do you want to give her PTSD? Yeah. I, see what happens. I, I can, I can feel my dad like <laughs> <laughs> throw something at me. But yeah, so I can see that my dad's vein popping out oh, of his forehead. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it was you know m- how I deal with money and how my sister and my brother deal with money. We all deal with our finances very differently. My yeah. mom does. My dad. Everybody's very. How different. did that happen? So my sister, she's a middle child, and I do believe middle. Children have their certain things that are just very different than the oldest. I'm the mm-hmm. oldest. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I'm yeah. a stereotypical older sister, the firstborn. I'm mm-hmm. paranoid about everything. I'm such a mom. Like, it's terrible. My sister is very go with the flow and it happens, it happens. And then my brother is the baby and he's always going to be the baby. Shit. Yeah. yeah no, I, I can't handle it. I can't, I can't handle it. But my, my sister had a fear of not having. So yeah. I knew we didn't have. My sister had a fear of, of not having. So mm-hmm. she didn't really have the full concept of like, we don't really have the money. But my mom would pick on my sister and would play like a mean joke and get Aww. to the cash register and be like, oh my God, <gasps> we don't have enough money. <laughs> and so like in my head, I'm going, Yes, we do, and I'm, and I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yes, we do, and I'm, I'm counting all the QuickBooks. Yeah, you're like I just put in the income. Right, I was statement. like, no, I round it up uh, so that we can factor in taxes. But my sister would start crying because she just like, ne- like she had a fear of not having. I had the we'll make it work. You yeah. know what I mean? It yeah. would be like let's take stuff out. You the You had cart. like the facts, and right? Stuff. She's like, oh my god, taking something out of the cart. No, mm. like, no, I can't do it. Like, so my sister's very aware of the public image of money mm. and, and kind of like the idea of that, like shame of when you don't have enough. Do you think that she's not wise with her money because she's worried about I, appearing not having? I money? think it has made her more aware of her choices so that she never she never lives outside of her means so that she doesn't oh, okay, have the good. fear oh, right okay. cuz um. she doesn't want to be denied you know what i mean like i've definitely dealt with the overdrawn card i had the fucked up card you know uh forgot to do my registration like mm. i have definitely gotten myself in trouble stupid taxes stupid <laughs> shit yeah. you know what i mean i thought you were going to go the other way with her cuz yeah. this is the situation i see a lot of especially in los angeles is like people don't have the money to be buying it but they can put it on a credit card oh, no. and then they're like oh it's only $30 a month for this like mm-hmm. Yeah, three thousand dollar thing, mm-hmm. and then they do enough of that because they want the image of keeping up with she, everything. She made sure she never got denied at the at the cash register, so she that made her like she was super paranoid about it. So she got good credit. She oh yeah, we all got good credit. Yeah. It's a good oh, fear to have. It's yeah. a good fear. Yeah, I kind of fear. I'm one of those that was like, nah, I I can factor it in. I have no problem taking out or being like, nah. I get buyer's uh, remorse instantly. I hate shopping for myself for certain things. Mm-hmm. I get oh. that with clothes. I'm not a clothes person, so I get buyer's remorse. Every time I go on a shopping spree, I'm like, okay, I need new clothes. I've been wearing the same yeah. shit for like six months or a year. The same fucking like same. 10 <laughs> outfits. And then I immediately get buyer's remorse. I'm like, why didn't I buy this? And are you the type to budget out like what you can spend? No. 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 I'll give myself like, I'll almost have to say, I'll force myself to be like, cool, you can you can spend this much on frivolous shit. And- so but like, I but I go but I'm reckless with food. Mm, so I won't go same. Yeah, I won't go shopping. <laughs> like I won't buy shoes, I won't go shopping, I won't buy new shit, but I'll cash out on food. Yeah. 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 My I priorities. Experience. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Right? And alcohol needs to stop being so damn expensive. <laughs> right. And I hate I being in I don't drink cheap alcohol. No. Uh, if I'm I was going out. when I was broke broke, I had bloody marys all the time on hand because it was like having a salad and a drink at the same time. It's, it's like I can't afford both. Calories. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yes. I got my veggies in yep. and I got my alcohol. Yep. Like, there's yeah. vitamin A in this. Yeah. Right. And beta carotene. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm-hmm. I caught myself needing to stop drinking every time the alcohol was free. 
Oh, right. I, like, you know, when you hit a point where you're like, man, I'm not poor anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't have- Accept every free thing, (laughs) but there's something that's in you that goes. If it's free, you got to take it. You grow up like that, or or even like if you're in your 20s and you move out and you're broke. Like yeah, yeah. There's a scavenger (sighs) lifestyle that I don't think leaves you. No. Oh, I keep my supply of like certain. There's certain food that I'll never not eat because I. It's just like nostalgia. First off. I know how to make ramen so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many different ways. I make bomb fried noodles. Okay, you can stay in our group. Yeah. yeah. Bomb fried noodles. <laughs> we can still eat poor. Like, we know I how love to eat poor. Yeah. It's know, still good. It's still good. Yeah. Not healthy, but it's good. Yeah. I caught myself going and shopping at uh, Winco. It's kind of like a like a Costco. I live in the Valley, so we have bigger oh, okay. bigger places, right? Yeah. It's like a whole food, a uh, whole sale type of place. Mm, okay. And I realized I had a problem when there was the blue box mac and cheese. And then they had the Winco brand yep. mac and cheese. And it looks the same, but it was cheaper. And I realized I always grabbed the knockoff brand of everything. Mm. Like, I just could not bring myself to buy the name brand stuff. There's just certain things that I have to go cheaper with. Mm-hmm. And I would always get called out by, like, exes and stuff, like, the past relationships. And they'd be like, you're so fucking cheap like, sometimes. like, 34 cents <gasps> yeah. more. But, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it and I'm adds like, up. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. But, but then they'll be like, "But you just spent two hundred dollars on food. What is wrong with Mind you?" Your business. They're like, "You can't buy macaroni and cheese, but you'll it's buy different values. You can afford the two hundred dollars. Yeah. It's yeah. different values because I do that all the time. Our Nikki, yes. she's like, "Why are you complaining about this five dollar oh bank charge when you just spent like a hundred and ten dollars on a bottle of liquor or whatever?" She's like, "Yeah, I didn't hear you yeah, complaining we were, when, when you we bought- were redoing the si- the set. Yeah, um, we went to get paintbrushes, and she was comparing the rollers because." Because one was like a dollar ninety nine, yeah, and one was a dollar forty five or something. For I was some, like, let's those get are the sh- most crucial decisions. Just fucking take But, then, stay but rich. then I, yeah. then I buy a BMW and I'm wasting a lot of money <laughs> in the car. So yeah, it's value system. Yeah, right. It's what you want to waste money on totally. and what you don't and want to waste. That's why I like on. your grandma's rule of like, what's the when you get down to the the very bottom of everything, yeah. your foundation. Like, mm. what are your ground rules? Always have a car that runs. Always. That that was a huge lesson because yeah. I didn't take care of my car Mm. when I first moved out here and then the maintenance fees of like trying to repair damages over time is way more expensive. Oh, you gotta get those oil changes. You gotta do that. That's how my first car died because I was too broke to get oil changes and I thought it would be okay. (laughs) No, No, it's it's not not okay. Not okay. Also, you gotta put that stuff in the the gas. The cleaner? Yeah. Yeah. My dad always made sure. He's like, did you put the the shit in the tank? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. He's like, it's been like four months. Put the shit in the tank. Shout out out to the parents who teach their daughters (laughs) and sons because some of y'all boys don't know. Just because you got a penis don't mean you know how to deal with a car. Too many men have no idea how to but fix yeah. anything. Back in the day, men knew how to build houses, fix cars. That's oh. why women didn't talk back to them. <laughs> yeah. Because but they were men. Now you deserve it. Yeah. But if I'm over here. But they here, also slapped us around. So I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But shout out to the parents who actually teach their kids how to use shit and be right. fu- Like actually do things like check your oil, check your yeah. tire pressures, you know. But yeah, going No ba- one taught me shit. Oh, my dad. Yo, oh, my I dad did. raised me to be the son that he, he never didn't had. get oh. until Same. later on in life. Same. He did Damn, that with baseball for me. Oh. And your brother is, it's the only boy and he's the youngest? He's the, he, my brother was the first boy out of, so out of my dad's like side mm. of the family, the first boy out of eight girls. 
Oh, Whoa. the little prince, huh? Yeah. The little prince? Oh, Kahua. That's my brother's <gasps> name. My brother's name's Kahua Okahana. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so pretty. So pretty. Yeah. yeah, he it means like karma, pretty much, the cause yeah. and effect of life. Uh, but he was a first boy and I felt bad. He had to live in girls. Yeah, he had to live in my shadow. So I was the you know, very athletic, a lot of the other things, but me and my brother have a really dope relationship. He didn't hold the resentment towards me, so it was cool. But yeah, the car has to be able, you gotta know how to take care of your car so you never need to stay anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you never have to be desperate enough to crash somewhere you don't want to crash and then when you get to the point to where you have a place there is something so important about having a good mattress my grandma's like that's where you spend most of your yes. time is mm-hmm. sleeping we're actually sponsored by a couple different mattress companies and they're all fantastic mm-hmm. but we're not talking about them today today we're talking about our other sponsors who are very thankful for tiff i'm hungry you're hungry gina i can help you yeah because DoorDash is here to the rescue. And you can continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is super easy. You just open the DoorDash app, you choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. You can support your local go-tos, or you can order from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle. I can't say it without saying it in your accent. You have to say it. Chipotle. Where is it? Where is it? Where is Wendy's. It? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, Ch- it's restaurants <laughs> like Chipotle's and Wendy's and my personal favorite, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's just too fun to not say it like that. But yeah, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, so just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep your communities safe. I've been saying it over and over again because it's an important point to point out. I would DoorDash not be alive right now. Us. I would not be alive right now if I didn't have DoorDash. Yeah, same girl. <laughs> well, if I didn't have Casey for sure, but DoorDash is the backup Casey because Casey cooks for me. Great but for gamers. Exactly. Great for gamers. Beautiful solution to get your food, your your belly fed. That's what I'm trying to say. So right now our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BIGMOOD. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code BIGMOOD. Don't forget, that's code BIGMOOD for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. New Year, New Me, guys. Oh, my, oh God. my God. We love that. We love that for you. <laughs> we love that. We love, that. <laughs> we, we love pretending that we're going to go to the gym for 30 days. No, I'm kidding. You know, that's the real problem, though, I feel like, is that people set goals, then they have no idea how to reach them. Right. right? They have, like, this grand idea at midnight on January 1st, mm-hmm. and they say, I'm going to stop eating sugar forever. I'm mm-hmm. going to get big, huge thick thighs mm-hmm. in the gym by doing a ton of squats and then you know those goals those goals eventually fail because there's really no like changing your habits is like a psychological thing right. it's not about just having grandiose ideas about what you would like to look like in 2021 well guys we have been sponsored by noom i think this is a program that can help actually reach your goals this year uh based in science and built by psychologists noom doesn't give you rules but instead teaches you how to think so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long term and actually get healthy this year not pretend like Mm -hmm. you're going to be healthy for two weeks and then drop it oh yeah um there's like 
think about specific goals that you have. Like for me, I notice um, maybe I want to fit into my clothes better because I bought them last year. Now all of a sudden they're a little tight and I'm like, wait, excuse me. And also, I just get more sleepy. Like, when I get more unhealthy and I keep eating so much sugar and I get more sad and I just feel unhealthy and, like, crap and I start Mm -hmm. hating myself, I think there's a psychology behind why I do that. And I think it it helps. Noom helps you figure out what is going on in your life that maybe you're ignoring or what you need to focus on, what can help you get uh, healthier habits into your daily life. Everyone is busy. I mean, we're all busy. We all Mm -hmm. got stuff to do. Even if we ignore it and we pretend like we don't got stuff to do, we all got stuff to do. Noom doesn't ask for much. They only ask for 10 minutes a day. You can log in for 10 minutes a day. If you really care about your health, you you can do it. You can stick to it. There is a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Learn how to get healthy with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Are you ready to live healthier in 2021? Yeah. Sign up for Noom today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Yay. I just glanced over before we started and you were actually on Robin Hood. What were you checking out on Robin Hood? Oh, my stocks. You were checking out your stocks? Yeah. When when did you get into stocks? Uh, I want to say like in April. April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys pick up any new trades? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did I you made eighty eight percent off PayPal. Um, Amazing. I picked I it up at PayPal. the beginning. What? Why? Because they charge me so many fees. Okay, first of all, they own Venmo all, as well, and then they Venmo also doesn't charge fees. They own Honey. Well, then use Venmo. Oh, it's a great. Wow. It, it's a great. I know. I didn't know they own Honey. And they too. just got into Bitcoin. Although you don't technically own the Bitcoin, it's the no. whole thing. But th- I think they're working all the kinks out. That's anyway. another. That's a whole separate conversation. Yeah. So actually, we'll get there at okay. the end of this. I wanted to, the first half, we were talking about kind of the why, like your yeah. mindset and like why you should care about uh, money management. Now I want to get into the how, and it sounds like you have a pretty good system. Um, can you talk to like basically your beginner self? Like if you were to tell yourself right now, this is how you set your life up financially. What do you kind of do to budget or to... You said you have like um, kind of a budget for clothes or whatever. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you set that up? Where do we start? Yeah. So where do you start? One of the main things was figuring out what my priorities were and what needs yes. act, like what actually needs money. I needed to know what my cost of living was. Mm-hmm. The first thing you need to do is figure out how much it costs for you to live your life. And mm-hmm. that's your base, because every decision you make, you have to cover these things. These mm-hmm. things are undeniable you need to pay your rent you need to pay your car insurance you need to pay you know your automobile payment your health like writing out how much it costs for you to live every day should everybody should know their cost of living Mm -hmm. yes and then once you've done that you need to figure out how much you're currently making Mm -hmm. and do they match because if that cost of living is way over what you're making yeah yeah then you're able to Uh add subtract kind of find out what's working what's not working and then once you have that number as far as what you're making then you can go and see this is what i have left or this is what i need to make now i I think those are the basics that everybody should know Mm -hmm. and it's really surprising how many people don't know don't what their do average that. cost of living like is. Like at the end of the month, they're like, Where's I don't have enough. Yeah. It shouldn't be a surprise every month. It shouldn't be. <laughs> no. It shouldn't be. That should be one of the first things you do because then you can figure out what you're saving for. Yep. You can figure out how much you want to spend to go out. Like mm-hmm. what makes you happy? And prioritizing happiness over like basic finances, like no, that's how you end up in debt. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, like yeah, your friends are going out every weekend. Yeah, they're eating. Like there's a lot of things I sacrificed and I'm happier that I gave up 
some nights. I'm happier not that I didn't spend money on certain things. And I look back and I built a savings. That was, yes. I built a savings. The first $10,000 I made that I saved up, I knew I wanted to get a new car because I was driving um, a Pontiac Fiero. Okay. So I, I had never got, even heard of that car. It's um, a little two-seater. It was. It almost looks like a Ferrari. Ferrari put them out of business because it had an like, engine in the back. I still have it. My Red Rocket. So this, red yeah, Rocket. My Red Rocket. <laughs> okay. So $500 off eBay and I bought, um, I bought it when I was in college. $500? You bought a car yeah, off eBay? Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Shit. Damn, that shit should have exploded the mall. Oh my God. It, got, it actually drove it for $500? Drove. Oh yeah. Wow. Bitch, I can't I, imagine spending five. I That's how yeah, far I've come I up in life because two. I can't imagine. I bought two. <laughs> Two cars. I had bought a Mercury Cougar, and then that one, the engine oh, fell out. I don't know any yeah. of these cars. Mercury and Pontiac. A Mercury Cougar, and then I bought a Pontiac Fiero. Yo, Both I was of those are gone, right? Yeah, those they, brands they don't, don't exist. make them anymore. Yeah. Oh, my God. But when I was in college, I didn't get given a car. Like, I was driving my parents' car for a, bit, a minute, but then when I went away to school... They were kind of like, yeah. yo, we, you know, your sister, you got we other siblings. We need that yeah. car. Yeah. So I thugged it out, bought me a car, you know, a $500 car. And my dad always told me, dudes ain't going to trip off of what car you're driving. No, like, they're really girl. not going to care. Especially so. not yeah. you. <laughs> right? But, yeah. My dad was like, hey, ain't nobody going to be tripping off of that. You are not bastard enough yeah. for this to matter. And that's <laughs> you're kind of like, you're, you're bait because they're like, let me help you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can, I, can I check your oil for you? Yeah. They're like, girl, I'll put you in a better car. Right. So my dad was kind of like, man. And he, I'm glad you got a car, but I got it specifically because my dad had a similar one like it. Yeah. So I, I got a car oh, like that's that. Cute. But so I thugged it out. But then I started working in nightlife. So I got into um, like the nightlife scene at like 21. And that's when I really started getting money. And mm-hmm. the first thing I did when I started getting money was I started putting money aside. I wanted there were a list of things that I wanted. I wanted an apartment. I wanted a car. And I wanted to just make sure like my teeth was good. And, yeah. you know, Let's all just repeat things. that again for the people in the back. When she started making money, she, she started put it aside. aside. Yeah. I did not do that. I I did not do that. I still have the first two thousand dollars I got from my graduation. Oh my! So my savings. So my savings started with my graduation money. That's so good. Good for you. But we also like I. I couldn't get a scholarship that I wanted. I didn't have parents being able to pay for my schooling. I had to go and do like when I went to school. It was to go and sports helped me out. So Mm -hmm. I always knew I was not getting the best end of the deal with all of this, and I was going to struggle but I feel like now looking back at the time I was like really bummed about it but now looking back I feel like adversity is what helped us in the long run build those systems and know like how to take care of ourselves and stuff totally so when I finally you know got out of school got into modeling so I like moved out I was in Merced and then I moved out um And I started working in the Bay Area, but I was commuting. Like my whole thing was I needed to stack this money up because I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live. Because remember, if you ain't paying the bills, you have somebody to answer to. Mm -hmm. And my parents made it real uncomfortable for me, but they always told me I can come home, which was the best part. But they wanted to always make sure that I was going to be okay on my own and and which which I was. So when I got my first like I started really saving my money, I got the things that I wanted. Then once I got the things I wanted, there was a new list of things that I needed to get. So it was like prioritizing what was important. But I had a problem with spending money. And one of the things I wanted to do the next goal after that first 10 was to get good credit. Yeah. I was always told like, yes, cash rules everything around you. But credit rules the world. Like there is, there it's undeniable. Really what no way, I mean, unless you're a billionaire, unless yeah. you're a billionaire, or and ten millionaire, right? Or paying everything in cash. Yeah. In order to buy 
bigger things or mm-hmm. to make big purchase items, you need good yeah. credit. Yeah. So building your credit takes time. And I don't think a lot of people understand the amount of time it takes to build good credit, especially when you do dumb shit like get a credit card yep. from Macy's yep. and not pay yeah. that bitch we on those, time. Those department that. store they credit cards are you. the worst. Yeah. And, and they close them so fast if you don't use them. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. hurts your credit yep. too. Totally. So it was, I didn't get a credit card right away and I was lucky with that, but I did have medical bill. I had a hospital bill that ended Same. up. Yeah. I had yeah. a hospital bill that ended up screwing me over. Mm-hmm. But my my next goal, and I really feel like I hit my like stride with my credit recently, is it was to get that score up. I think I have like a seven seventy eight right now. Nice, thank you. Good. Yeah, you know, but it's still so it's so finicky. Like learning, yeah. oh, just yeah. learning about credit itself. They that's a whole course yeah. that they don't teach you. They don't mm-hmm. teach you that if you pay off a card and it closes, that's negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you that when you pay off your car, yeah. you close that's the loan. That's a big one. That's a big negative. Mm-hmm. You need a certain amount of debt um, in order to sustain good credit. Yep. And paying everything off and being at zero isn't necessarily good. Because yeah. it's, it's proof like it's, of your habits. It's yes. almost like counterintuitive. Like, but I don't want debt. That's like you kind of you need kind debt. kind of. Well, and they don't gonna, tell you that. If you're going to stay in the system, which most of us are, yeah. 90% mm-hmm. of us are going to stay mm-hmm. in the system and, and need a loan for a house, need a loan for a car, yeah. then you have to play the game. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it feels like the next goal I had after getting my basics out of the way to where I wasn't driving my bucket anymore. So wait, <laughs> before we go to that, to help build your credit um, with without getting into massive amounts of debt, um, once you know your income and expense ratio, then you know how much what you're paying for in cash so instead of paying your utilities with cash you can just put it on a credit card have it on auto payments then you're already you are already going to pay those utilities and now it's getting you're building your credit it's getting paid off every month you're not holding a balance Mm -hmm. so my rule is just to never put anything on credit card that I don't have the cash to back up for and if you don't know how much cash you have to back up for then you need to go back to step one totally and that's Mm -hmm. something that nobody really teaches you or tells you like Mm -hmm. I started paying my rent on my credit card Yes. So I pay my oh, rent on my credit that's card. That's a lot. Did you get yeah. to have a... for that? No. So, oh, okay. so some I have... places charge a fee and I'm like, oh, I'm not paying $30. So I, I finally, I finally got to, <laughs> to and, you know, tech and technology. Yo, technology has come such a long way. There's an app now, right? Like there's yeah. apps or you have to do, you know, whatever. When they finally got an app um, that allowed the processing and was like, oh, you can pay with your credit card. I was like, this is amazing. So I finally got myself to the point to where I have an Amex that I'm like, cool. I'm happy. I worked my way to get this card. I know getting that- an Amex is like, oh, I got good credit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why you go like this. This is a charge card. Y'all don't know what a charge card is. It's a regular credit okay, card. Okay. So a charge card for those of you that don't know, you have to pay off every month. Yeah. You make charges on it and you pay it off. That is the difference between um, a credit card. That's you can't why. just run a balance for yeah. six right. months. They yeah. charge crazy amounts of interest. They actually won't allow you to keep the card because yeah. you know that's the way that it works and always know the type of card you're getting that's yes. a whole other conversation but going and being able to put the things that you know are going to need to get paid every month mm-hmm. on a card and then paying it off on auto pay you build your credit you're showing your consistency mm-hmm. and then also you acquire points yep so when you get to that point of understanding what you are looking for in life, like getting the difference between getting an everyday cart that helps mm-hmm. you because you buy a lot of groceries or gas and you get percentage back and things like that. It really helps. I've been able to do so much 
with the like I have so many points now mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of rich people honestly how a lot of rich people do so many of the things that they do is yes. that they have traveling traveling they yeah. have points that's like, what, what I like to think of it as is lowering your basis in your cost of living yeah. because you're already spending that money on things that you have to pay for mm-hmm. and then you're getting points back on and then you can use those points on stuff that you would normally have to pay for yes. like flights and hotels right. and stuff mm-hmm. you're getting them for free yeah. so you're saving all that money so you're two people with the same exact income can live completely different yes. lives depending on how they're managing their money and right. I think it's it's so crazy to look at yeah. people might not understand how that happens like why do you get shit for free I don't understand it's because a large pop a large part of the population is using these credit cards and and running a balance and not paying it off. So they're making a shit ton of money. So like you have to be the small percentage of people who uses a credit card wisely. And that's why you like, because a lot of people are, oh, I want to get this flight credit card, but then they hold a balance of ten grand. Yeah, right. Over, so you're actually paying more. You know, more, you're just right? paying yeah. too much. There, it's not, it's not giving you any benefit in the long run. But if you're the person that uses it wisely and you get the points, and you're actually making money. By not having these expenses. Yeah. yeah. They they really, they do this to you on purpose. Like, this is how they make their money. This is why Macy's is one of the first cards that people get. This is why. Yeah. And they make sure not to teach you about it in yeah. school. Of yeah. course. Because. They're enticing the dumb part of the population. You know, once you learn what your interest, what your interest rates are, holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so. When you get to the point to where we, we've all definitely made credit card mistakes. I've definitely not paid all the stuff that I needed yeah. to on time. I've, I've not been as diligent as I needed to be. Or mm-hmm. I didn't have the funds. Like sometimes yeah. I just didn't have the money. Right. And I was broke and I had to do certain things and use a card. You're using your credit card as an emergency fund right. rather right. than yeah. savings. Which mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do because mm-hmm. we know how that works out. But if you miss a payment... The effects of it mm. is crazy, let alone getting For sent years. to yeah. a bill collector. Negative marks last so long on your credit score. And even here's another thing that they don't really tell you about is when you're looking to buy a car, even just looking to buy mm. a car and they run your credit score. That's called a hard inquiry. Yeah. And those stay for about two years, two years, about two years. That is a major negative mark that will keep your credit score from being where it should be. You could pay all your bills on time, but you go and apply for a new card. That's the stupidest part really of credit, credit that I've ever... Yeah, right? that one, I don't understand that I one. I don't get that one. I'm just asking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just asking. Right, there's hard inquiries and then there's soft inquiries. Yeah. So when you're looking to get a new card, that's a soft and it doesn't last as long, but that's still going to be there. And then your total amount of credit history is something that's taken into consideration too. I, I'm a fan of um, Credit Karma. Yes. Same. And, and it's not exactly spot on, just like mm-hmm. you have to fully understand that it's not spot on. It's kind of like a guide. It's a general um, idea. And it really simplifies kind of what credit is and that there's a lot of suggestions on there. We didn't have that when we were younger. It's and a I know, good educational tool. Yeah. For sure. A lot of other credit cards have one too, like Credit Karma, Capital One, one. Oh, Credit, yeah. Capital credit one. Wise. Mm-hmm. I feel that with the amount of information that we have access to, you can't bullshit people no more. Like if you really are just out there making poor financial decisions in your like earlier years, it carries on. It does not go away. You can have so much money and be poor. Like you can have a job where you're making six figures and you're in debt. I know lots of people like that right now. Have no idea. They have nice things. They have all this stuff, but they don't have a house. And and again, even having owning a home is its own conversation. Like, do you want it? Does it make sense? Especially in California. It's It's like so expensive. It's hard. You could pay off your whole house and the property taxes are still the cost of some people's mortgages. It in the country it's absolutely absurd talking to people and uh, like homeowners yeah you have problems 
Yep. We all have problems, actually. Mm-hmm. We got we got a lot of problems mm-hmm. in, oh, yeah. in this group. Especially Definitely. now, I mean, with the whole lockdown and everything, now's a good time to take care of your mental health. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, then you're a human being, and that's okay. There's a whole lot to be anxious about. Uh, that's why we have Talkspace. Talkspace is making therapy affordable and accessible for all. Basically, Talkspace is an app where you get connected to a real therapist, a licensed therapist. You go on there, you answer the questions that you have. There's a bunch of questions that ask, like, what, what do you want to work on? What do you want to talk about? What is the uh, topics that you want to work on? And they will match you with a therapist Or they'll match you with a few therapists and you choose from which one you want to speak to. You get to see all the credentials, how long they've been uh, in the business and stuff. So you talk to them. And then the best thing about it is you can switch therapists anytime you want because you want to find the right one for you. We all need extra support to feel our best. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. No matter what, Talkspace will find you the right therapist to help you achieve your goals. The best part about it is that it is very, very affordable. Uh, Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of one in-person therapy. I know this. I've done both. Uh, So the monthly fee for just Talkspace is literally the price of one session for an in-person therapist. Talkspace is also secure and private. You can put a password on there every time you log in so no one's going to be snooping into your problems. Talking to my friends is very different from talking to a licensed therapist who has the expertise and knowledge to give me practical guidance. Talkspace gives us the support we need at an affordable price. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code MOOD to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's MOOD and Talkspace.com. All right, guys. In 2021, don't just make a commitment to wash your hands every time you poop. Go the extra mile and wash your butt. It's a new year, new you. So make sure you also have a new clean rear for the new clean you in 2021. The future of toileting has arrived. Okay, actually, it's been around for centuries, uh, but it's been usually very expensive. Um, Now, the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here to level the playing field. It's a stylish, eco-friendly, easy-to-install, and affordable device. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. It attaches right to your existing toilet with no electricity or additional plumbing needed. And it cuts your toilet paper use by 80%, so it'll pay for itself very fast. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. You just poop, spray it off. Dab a little dry and go. Sanitation is simple. The Schmutz Shield (laughs) offers easy cleaning and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. Every Hello Tushy Bidet comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. If you've already got Hello Tushy on your toilet, upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash bigmood to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners, so go to hellotushy.com slash bigmood for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash bigmood. When you use our code, you support the show. Thank you very much. 
It's kind of scary. <laughs> don't like, and also don't feel forced to have to buy a home either. It's kind of you know renting is better for some people financially. It's yeah, dope. I mean if you, I, I own a home, but um, I've been I read a lot of David Ramsey, and Dave Ramsey talks about like only purchasing things in cash or if you are going to take a loan on the house do a 15 year mortgage mm-hmm. which is like it more, saves right? you it's, it's more interest. monthly but it's only a couple hundred more a month and then in interest you're cutting it in half yeah, yeah. Like, the, the compound interest over 30 years oh versus 15 God. years is oh yeah huge. oh yeah i live in a million dollar house if you can if you incorporate all the interest that i'm right. paying right. it's insane it's, so it's crazy it's almost like as adults, you should hit a certain age and get emailed a damn uh, book of terms. How to? Oh How yeah. To? yeah. Like, there, there, there should be but things that we all should know. The reason why our country, our economy runs away is it runs off of ignorance. Yep. It, it runs honestly the yeah. consumerism and stuff. And yeah. not just that, but like the our economy is built on the backs of the poor. Right. And 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 it's exactly pr- it's you know it's built on the backs of the poor. Yep. The banks take. They totally take advantage. How strange mm-hmm. is it that if you don't have money, you overdraw yep. and you get charged money yep. Yep. that you don't have. And not mm-hmm. just like if you overdraw, but like on every transaction that you right. overdrew on, yeah. you get a, a, well, a separate A lot of times fee. you can call in and be like, can you please reverse some of these charges? Yeah. Which because sometimes. Ain't nobody tell you about. Like yeah. nobody tells you that you actually can negotiate. I didn't know that until I did. I called them and I was crying and oh, I was same. like, I got charged yeah. seven times $35 oh. and I, I only had $200 in my account and I was like, like all of my money is gone. I don't have the money to pay this. How am I going to pay you guys three hundred dollars back? Like, that I don't. It doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't. Yeah. And and that's that's another thing too. Like pride, pride's a motherfucker. Yeah. That yeah. shit will have you out here uh, paying way more than you need to. Mm-hmm. And it's like going and buying a car. I think that's a great example of the the way that they take advantage of people and what they don't know. Yeah. And yeah. how the closed mouths. If you you know if you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah. And really, people being, get ripped off on cars more than any other purchase all the time. Yeah. But even when you have medical bills, you can actually talk to the financial department and work out a plan. Yep. Your student loans, Especially you can no work insurance. out a plan. Um, your credit cards, you can work out plans. Uh, bill collectors. And if you ever fall into a situation where you are dealing with a debt collector, they will negotiate deals because they just want their money. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy what you can end up fixing but the point is to never get to get there yeah don't get to that point don't get there but if you can avoid it but if you find yourself in that situation which i for sure Mm -hmm. you know like where were you nervous to pick up the phone you don't know who's calling you you know you don't have the money i somehow negotiated that though so you're getting called all the time right because like they're trying to collect their debts i cried and i I just had a level conversation with this chick and i think she just related to me because i was getting into massive amounts of debts because i went through a breakup and and I couldn't, he was paying half the rent, um, but my name was on the lease. Yeah. So he moved out and now I had to pay the full rent. And so I was just like leveling with her like, yo, I got dumped and like he left. Just give me like six months. Like it's going to take me six months, yeah. not every other week. Right. And she, I don't know what she did. She put my name on a magic list or something. I never got called again. Aww. She like deleted your number. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah. we don't so like sweet. it. So shout out to you, yeah. whoever yeah. that girl was. It's not likely to happen for everyone. No, but right. I wouldn't have known if I didn't ask. True. You know, yeah. I just treated her nicely too. I didn't, wasn't like mean. Like, yeah. I was just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I really want to pay you. This happened to me. And like, if you look at my history, I pay every month on time. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a situation where it's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And once you've gone through that experience, you kind of realize there's a lot that people can do yeah a lot of rich people don't pay for a lot of shit too at all example number one our president 
<laughs> if you know anything about his finances, it's, he doesn't it's, pay for a lot of shit. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, businesses can write off bad debt. That's a, that's just mm-hmm. built into the system. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called bad debt. They can write off debt that they cannot collect, mm-hmm. and they expect to write off debt that they cannot collect. So if you call in and be like, hey, I'm, I am bad debt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need I'm you to debt. write this off. <laughs> you know, having your own LLC, understanding your businesses. Nobody really teaches us about our taxes. We could make so many videos on this. If you had, like, if any of these are hitting with you, let us know in the comments because we'll do separate videos and dive into all of these. It's, it's crazy because each one we are all supposed to know about but we're never taught these are the basic fundamental things as we find out the hard way if our parents weren't able to do that like uh my my mom has great credit now but i totally remember the multiple cards and needing to figure out how we're going to pay for something and then understanding or even knowing what ebt is and Mm -hmm. and knowing how to apply like i was um when we moved to california we were on wick and that's uh women and children Mm -hmm. and so so we were on WIC. We had food stamps back before EBT. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those things. And those programs are there to help people. And what's the craziest part about California is middle class isn't what we think it is. Rich isn't what we think it is. And poor isn't what we think it is. Mm-hmm. And in order to just get basic help, the the way that everything works is not it's not easy and it's not really made for us to understand mm-hmm. and there are so many designed that way it was yeah. you know it was yeah. really designed for us to not know how to Poor take care of generational ourselves. and it's on purpose yeah totally. and same with rich like if you don't have someone in your family that's made a bunch of money mm-hmm. and can pass down their knowledge to yeah. you you're gonna have to learn all this shit the hard way yeah and if you are out there being bitter at rich people who help their families stay rich and teach their kids finances and they still become successful and take over the business. Like you just need to start learning those things yourself so you can teach your children what generational wealth is and build that for them Mm -hmm. because there are some broke, there are some broke rich kids. They're Mm -hmm. poor. They've shit their money away and they aren't. Cause that's what I'm saying. Adversity helps you like really maintain it. Like knowing your why and the mindset. I think it all starts with mindset and your relationship. Totally. If we, what I did, like going through times of being poor and trying to figure out what bill to pay first. That made me hyper aware of my finances to the point where like, I make sure I have that money now because I understanding that struggle means that you never want to feel it again and you're going to do whatever it takes to not feel that anymore. Totally. Like mm-hmm. if we all had $1,000 right now in our hands and said, this is all you get for the month, figure it out. Oh, we're going to be great yeah. at this. Mm-hmm. You, you know, yep. how, how are we going to do this? You know, We're going to turn it into 10000 Right. And, or some, or it could be like, uh, you know, some people might be like, oh no, I'm, I'm not going to be able to eat. So they're thinking of their like their physical body first before anything else and then the money's gone they're like they got groceries or but if you have a fear of losing money like yeah. your sister might like stash it away and totally. hoard it right oh like- i am definitely like a money hoarder and mm-hmm. i had to learn how to invest and that's what i'm learning how to do now is to invest the money because it's terrifying to think oh yeah i can throw help you your money out, out there your money. there's yeah. nothing you can scary. touch it's really a scary thing but that's the magic of compound interest ah. is incredible Mm -hmm. and if you are young listening right now if i'm talking like 20 to uh, if you're under 25 right now listening start motherfucking putting your money away Mm -hmm. and investing it because you are gonna thank yourself later you have time on your side advantage yeah time is like the number one ingredient to Mm -hmm. making your money work for you unless you have a huge capital to start out with yeah then you're you're fine anyway. Yeah. Again, it's like figuring out what you can put aside. Yeah. You know, you have to build to the point to where you can even have a savings. Do you and have a rule for you? I put away 10% no matter what. I unfortunately 
you know, one of the things was, is I put my six months aside. Yeah. And once I put my six months aside, I pretty much was living check to check for a while because I chose, um, first. I, I, I chose a job, you know, doing, I got in radio and the job that I was at, it, it's not a very high paying job. And especially in California, if you're not making six figures, you're like, you're, you're, you're struggling. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Rent yeah. is, rent is expensive. Cost of living is high taxes. So I, um, wasn't able to save currently i kind of i know what's in my account i'm paying my bills we're good i haven't been able to add too much more to my savings yeah but i had my six months which let's see that's perfect i had built my six months which let me be comfortable yes with taking a job that's not as high paying in order to build a longer career i could make mm-hmm. those sacrifices yeah. but then i started you know fortunate enough to have conversations like this with uh, with friends that are genuinely interested i mean m- me and your husband talk about uh bitcoin, bitcoin yeah I mean, and I'm really like, you know, I was on JK and I, we were on the side and I was saying, you know, what's going on? This is what I have. What else are we looking at? And, and did you say you had a whole Bitcoin? Or I do. I, that's, I love yeah. That's worth that's a lot so now. Cool. How yeah. much is the whole Bitcoin now? Um, oh, it's at 15,000. 15, wow. and, yeah. and we're looking to be projected, uh, hope, I mean, fingers crossed a lot of it, we, you know, don't know what it's going to do. I mean, essentially, like you're totally no gambling. One yeah. No yeah. one really knows, and we can pretend we know as much as as we want to say that we know, but you we try really to predict. Don't. You can base off trends, but you can't and you, know. And you really can't. But you know, hopefully by the end of the year, we're looking at twenty thousand, which is the same that hit in twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. and it was just at eleven thousand like a month ago. Yeah, so that was really frustrating. Yeah, it was trading sideways for a while, and don't, a lot of you know it, what right? happened? They linked up with PayPal. They did. They did. Okay, I don't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I don't hate PayPal. I just hate getting the fees. But. Then, but then when you go with into the whole PayPal thing and it is learning about stocks puts you into stocks and crypto yeah. it teaches you about the world yep. you have yeah. to know what's going on in you start to get hard lessons about the real world yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's crazy what's going on in other countries and you really have to learn how to live outside of your bubble you do understand you know mm-hmm. how some of your parents are like there's people starving over there and you and some people don't really have the concept of what it is to be poor mm-hmm. or to understand how decisions in other places yeah a lot of poor people us. be complaining but they have two TVs in their house right now you got, you got a running refrigerator you got hot water right. like you Yo. go to these other countries and poor is a different thing there poor is a very different, different. Thing. yeah and we we know what we have and it's not to brag or to be like, oh, you need to be, you know, oh, that's terrible that you bought this or you bought that. It's like, no, just being aware of what's happening. Globally. I used to be I used to be poor, right? Like I lived in a shelter. I I was dead, dirt fucking poor. Yeah. And I know that like I'm not poor anymore. I'm not rich. I'm not wealthy by any fucking means. But mm-hmm. I used to be poor. I know what poor looks like, right? To be so desperately poor. And I will say that poor people do make bad decisions with totally. money because yeah. it's an emotional thing. And I can yeah. say yeah. that as someone with experience, not as a rich person looking down totally. on poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was there. I made bad choices because I didn't know. Because yeah. you're sad. It, like, emotionally. You're sad. Yeah, yes. There's, you're like, I oh. don't care that I'm spending $100 on pizza with the for the kids because we just need something just need to, to be eat. happy yeah. about. Yeah. Like, we just want to have a fun party. Oh, and it's like, I'm it's, already fucked anyway. Yeah, so yes. it's like, who cares? But no you, that's one of yeah. those things that gave me goosebumps because I totally remember, See? like, like you my can't. parents having to make those decisions. Like, yeah. we lived in a house with 13 other people at yeah. one point in time. My parents did what was best for us. They moved us to a small town where we were, you know, sacrificed a job and sacrificed other things so yeah. that we could live and have better opportunities. They wanted me to grow up with an education and they wanted me to grow up in a safer environment. So they put me in bumfuck middle of nowhere. But 
they sacrificed. My mom yeah. worked two jobs. She worked her way into what she had. My dad, you know, was a stay-at-home dad. And and there's certain things that I'll always appreciate that money can't buy. Money can't mm-hmm. buy the time that my dad was able yep. to give me. And money can't buy the fact that my mom was a boss and st- stepped up to make sure that we were good. Mm-hmm. I had working women around me. Yeah. And and we were able to see what it is to balance a household. That's and, awesome. And to be broke. You know, like there there's certain things that you just experience that make you who you are, but you you look at your parents and it gives me it really does give me goosebumps because yeah. mm-hmm. of the struggle. Um you look at your parents and you go, I know that one day I may experience stuff like this. Yep. And I'll know how to handle it. Right. And I'll know how to be with my children with it. You know, finances, a lot of the times our parents have done our their best to shelter us or they were straight up. I knew we didn't have money. Mm-hmm. There was no way around it. Yeah. It was no, but we want you to play sports. My dad cooked at every damn sporting event. He had his little hibachi grill out Aww. and was catering so I can play. But there was a lot of things that you give up and you you learn that you have to answer to somebody. Yeah. So the goal was to never be in that situation again. So building businesses, like you talking about your merch, mm-hmm. it takes money and, and a strong belief system to go out and do something like that. It does take money to make money. That's, yeah. that's not and, a lie. And knowing really the does. difference between investing and spending. Right. Totally. Like or you, making money too. Right. A lot of people are like, I guess I got to cut back all these. But how about also think about making more yeah. money? What yeah. are you, what are income you doing? Streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, multiple streams of income is a must, especially in mm-hmm. these days. Um, yeah. So if you don't have that, think about it. Think about ways to build multiple streams. Passive income mm-hmm. is is the goal. Right. Um, That's how you get to multiple streams. Right. Yeah. yeah. And in the beginning, it'll look like this, where you're putting a lot of time mm-hmm. in and not making a lot of money. But then over time, you give that compounding interest and, and multiple streams and passive income, you start working less and you get a lot more money yeah. the man the amount of information that we have in our hands now it's, so it's crazy better. you know we used to believe that you had to go to school you yeah. had to get a degree mm-hmm. you had to have a student and for loan. certain careers you do no totally yeah. we're not shaming college no yeah. no but that's all we knew we yeah. didn't yeah. know of other opportunities and it was more shamed if you didn't do that definitely right? and and getting into other fields or going into like a vocational school which is g- brilliant for some people you know the the rule of thumb back in the day was it is ten thousand hours and you know why it was that right so in order to be like a smith uh like a, a smith and build something you would essentially intern with a master and a ma- in order to become a master you yeah. needed ten thousand hours of work mm-hmm. so we used to intern essentially and, and work for somebody for free so mm-hmm. that we can have that job one day so that's why vocational school is so important because you get the skills right there mm-hmm. then we started going to universities and it blows my mind how expensive it is People are in yeah. debt forever because of yep. these student loans. It's supposed to be an investment. Like, and back right. in the day, it, it kind of made sense. It yeah. Totally, it yeah. Like, the amount you put in, you are make, You're making get that back. back within a few years. Yeah. Right. But now it it's just I'm mad at, more of a at how much they're getting taken advantage yeah. of mm-hmm. and that the government stepped in because yeah. like it shouldn't be that the government's making money off of right. this. I, I wish that. I would have been able to go to a better school. I wish I had more degrees under my belt. I wish I had the, not even like the luxury, but I wish I had the the finances to know that I can go into this and not be poor coming out of it. You know, I want to constantly learn and it's great that we have like online schooling now and that can help us teach us about finances instead of having to enroll into a university Mm -hmm. to learn about 
finances and even going on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah, there's so many f- videos for free. There's yeah. so many sources out there. You know, we're learning that right now, the way that the banking system is, having a savings account may not even be the best thing for you in a bank. Mm-hmm. Nope. And that's crazy to think because, you know, some people are taught you want to have a 401k and you need your savings and you need this and you need that. But when you start learning about what's happening in the world, we have negative interest right now, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is not good for you to have your money in the bank. No. As far as just sitting and sitting saving. there um, for liquidity purposes, yeah. like I would say the six month income that you have set aside, mm-hmm. put it in a high, high, high yield. It's quote unquote yeah. high yield. It's not high anymore. It's like but half percent. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like point five percent. But at least you're making a some money on your money. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to keep up with inflation. But um, the purpose of that chunk is just to be accessible. It's just emergency. Right. But yeah. If you have that locked in an the investment. Rest of it, the rest of it, though, no. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really sucks when you get like a job job, I remember when I got my like first job job and I had a 401k and I'm like, oh my God, I have Such a 401k. An Such an adult. Here's the thing. I had no fucking clue what that was. <laughs> it, just no, cool. it just sounded Everyone cool. Everyone has one I have one now too. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm grown. I get yeah. a check. I used and- to get mad because I was like, my final paycheck was so oh, small because yeah. I was like, Going taxes, into- insurance, 401k, and then I'm left with this. Fuck- what the fuck am right. I doing? <laughs> and then you have to learn what that is. And, and when I can't you can- touch it till you- I'm 65. What? Right. And yeah. then there's penalties if I try to take out money if I need something. It's so wild that these are our everyday, this is our everyday vocabulary that most of us don't Don't know what is happening on a daily basis. Like um, my aunt was looking at her check the other day and she was looking at the amount of taxes that were taken out and she was just fucking, her mind was blown. Like so much of your money. To be a W-2 worker is so sad in California for sure. And then to, you know, say we're struggling because right now we're talking about pretty much the come up. Figuring out how to maximize that and understanding the struggle. Some of your friends are going to be living their lives in a way that you don't know what what's happening with their finances. Mm -hmm. It might look like someone's doing way better than they are, but you don't know if they're just putting that shit on credit. There are massive amounts of debt. Um, Another like the best piece of advice I got when I was younger was to pay yourself first. No matter if you're a W-2 or if you're self-employed or you have an LLC or whatever, pay yourself first because why should the why should the government get paid? All their all the bills get paid. Everyone gets paid but you. Mm. So that's where the concept of 10% came from. And I kept that rule because it's like I worked for this money, I should get to keep a piece of it. And whether it's 10% or 5% or 2% or whatever it is, just a set amount of money that when I get a check, immediately I subtract that amount and it goes to me mm-hmm. and it goes away and nobody else sees it. Yep. And yep. then I pay my bills and everything. And so when I'm going through the income and expenses, if I take that 10% first and I don't have enough money left over for all the bills and stuff, I need to figure out how to cut back on the other expenses or I need to figure out how to make more money because I'm still getting paid that 10%. Totally. And that helps with investing too because that's all going to go towards investing or savings. Have you guys ever had, um, like we're in a relationship with somebody who was financially irresponsible? Irresponsible? No. I'm very careful with who I choose. And if it's if they are irresponsible about it, I make it a point to it's not like I'll I'll pay for dinner, help you here and there, but I'm not gonna you know. Yeah. I had a guy who tried, he's like, Can you co sign a, a law for me? I'm like, Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Absolutely Don't. not. No. Don't co sign. Yeah. Don't co sign yeah. for anyone. Yeah, that lasted like Unless three you can just pretty much expect to be paying for that thing yeah. that you're co signing exactly. for. Unless you wanna 
own it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Don't go sign it. Oh. He asked me to co-sign a Loftman BMW. I'm like, no, darling, we're Jesus. not doing that. Yeah. If you need to co-sign for a BMW, you don't. De- you don't serve need. It. Yeah. What? What is the it's other not your role? time? Yeah, the dick wasn't that great, and you can calm down with that. <laughs> you're like, chill, bro. <laughs> yeah. Chill. Get the monster truck. We know you're compensating, but uh, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a rule that I live by too. If you can't buy it twice, mm-hmm. you can't afford it. It's uh, you can pay for it, but it doesn't mean you can afford it. Yeah. That's yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Or sure. if you can't buy it in cash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another little. That's true. Another I don't little... think I would just drop seventy five grand on my cars. So maybe I can't afford it, but you... I can. I can pay the payments. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of one of the other little tricks that I was taught. You know, paying in cash. There, there's so much leverage that you have when you pay in cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought my whole my couch, my California king bed mm-hmm. the bed frame the mattress the side tables a dresser with the mirror for two thousand like dollars that's like five grand worth of shit two thousand dollars in cash and delivery f- over 50 miles away for two thousand yeah, you can get a lot of mm-hmm. discounts when you pay things like yep. full in, cash in yeah. cash and everything is you can negotiate everything mm-hmm. that is like the closed mouths don't get yeah. fed there you can mm-hmm. negotiate everything when your car your medical food, your bill if your you're paying medical. cash yep. in medical like a lot of even if you have insurance sometimes just cheaper to pay in cash yeah always keep it always if you're making any big purchases always keep a set amount of cash because you can negotiate it down a lot because we don't think about the fact that the the vendors are paying somebody for you to use your card mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they get charged so if you're saving them money yeah, they don't want to pay they those their money. They just yeah. want their money. Well, also they want they want cash now too cuz yeah. cash now is worth more than cash later. Yeah, same with gold, jewelry, like a lot of things. That yeah. that's one of the one of the biggest gems is that when you want to go and buy something, keep that cash on hand just mm-hmm. in case cuz you can always negotiate. Yes, right. you are the king. Cash is king. Cash right. is king. So we could talk about this for fucking ever. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at this. If if there's one takeaway that you got from this, it's don't spend more than you earn. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is more than one takeaway. <laughs> but also have that savings and um, put away 10% of your income. And if you want to learn what to do with that 10% as far as investing goes, that could be a separate episode. Let us know if there's anything else you, you would want us to do an episode about because... We could talk forever on all the. Don't spend money to show off when you don't have it. Yeah, that, you don't, you that. Don't and then don't to. always just work to pay your bills. Use work to help fund your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's investing in yourself. Always invest in yourself mm-hmm. and give us thumbs up. We like it. Go we like out our merch. Check out Gina's merch. Check oh, out all of Nikki's. Go to Nikki's. Stuff. All oh, Nikki's stuff. Yeah, Nikki's yeah my merch Nikki is coming. Merch. Yes, actually, my merch. Should... It might already be out by the time. Yeah, hopefully. Nikki Street Eats. Nikki Street Eats. Nikki Blades. Everything. Everything. Go follow. Yeah, mm-hmm. check me we out. Love her. We hey. love you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs>